Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Leadership Void Podcast. I'm Enrique with my co-host, Vince, to bring you the best in our veteran, military spouse, and first responder community. And Vince will introduce today's guest. Uh, thanks, Enrique. Happy May, everyone. Uh, we are here with Michelle M.V. Howard. Guess what? She is the Director of Small Business Programs for the Washington Metropolitan Area Transportation Authority, all the way from Washington, D.C. and Baltimore area. Michelle, welcome to the show. Start off, tell us a little bit about you. Oh, thank you so much, Vince. Well, you know what? You said the main thing that I'm doing right now. Um, I am working at WMATA. Um, I am uh, there for two years now, almost three, as their new director of the small business programs. You know, I implemented some new programs for small businesses there, the uh, minority business enterprise, micro and small business enterprise. So it's really been great because it affects our small business community. And it's a way of also helping, you know, the economy grow, you know, in our region and everything. Um, yes, I am a veteran. That is my near and dear heart, you know, Army, go Army. <laughs> and so I am extremely proud of that. Um, I'm also retired from the state of Maryland. So um, I worked uh, in the state of Maryland as the director of civil rights and uh, fair practices for the Maryland Transportation Authority. So, um, you know, I've been honing that whole skills um, with small business. So this this whole career has really been helping, giving back to the small businesses. Well, we love how our military complement retirees, veterans return home and start making an impact here locally. And so we're very proud of what you've done for yourself and for the state. And we wanted to ask you to tell us a little bit more about WMATA and what you guys are up to. So, you know, WMATA is a huge agency. Since being there, I have learned that we have well over 12,000 employees. I was like, wow. <laughs> um, we have like uh, 91 metro rail stations I've learned. And they said it's like 117 miles of track. Um, we have like um, over 1,500 buses and they run 24 hours a day. You know, it, it's just like so much with transportation, how we service the, you know, District of Columbia, you know, Washington and Maryland, you know. So we have to be extremely safety customer service oriented. So there are always different meetings on strategies of how to make transportation better. Um, we're building and maintaining our transit system with financial assistance from the FTA, you know, the Federal Transit Administration. So um, we do get that. And that's why we have to have what is called our disadvantaged business enterprise program. And, you know, I just think about how everything connects, you know, transportation connects people, connects businesses. It's just building those different bridges. No, absolutely. I mean, first of all, you stated, you know, you're employing such a plethora of individuals in the DMV area. Plus, the community itself benefits because we need transportation. Yeah, <laughs> so. it's, a, it's a very important part of getting around. Not everybody has a car. <laughs> absolutely. We're both originally from New York, so we value 
that type of transportation, either buses or trains. Uh, so nice. thank you and kudos to everything you guys are doing. So Michelle, love to know more about what do you do to give back uh, in our community? You know, I am always busy in and out of the community. Sometimes I forget some of the things I do because it's natural. Like one of the things that I really am proud of is coaching the small business community. Um, I coach, teach, you know, small businesses about what is called the socioeconomic programs, doing businesses, business with the federal government or state government, local government, that have them have an opportunity to get on contracts. And so the certification process comes in. So I do a lot of the volunteering um, at nighttime, I um, work with some other cohorts of mine, and we have panels where we teach and coach small businesses about making their business better and how they get connected, you know, with contracts and things of that sort, how to um, partner with each other, have joint ventures, bid on contracts like that, you know, um, you know, just keeping their resumes, how you say current, marketing their businesses, you know. Sometimes it's so hard because small businesses, you're trying to do everything, you know, you're trying to do the actual work and the administrative side. And so it's it's really, it just touches my heart to be able to know that I can teach them the things that they won't normally hear or find out about that will help their business. And it is so vital for small businesses to have that type of uh, interchange with local government and entities and so happy that you are reaching back and educating and giving that opportunity for those small businesses to thrive. So thank you for that. Now, oh, thank that's you. one of those programs that are vital and I'm sure that you guys have a lot more to give. So what's on the horizon for WMATA? Let me tell you, we are partnering with Latinos in transportation and so, um, and yeah, right. So we, in September, um, they are planning right now. They're planning. I think they're trying to get the dates locked in, but um, our agency will partner and help sponsor their um, conference in September here in the DMV area. And so that is like, I'm so excited about that because like WMATA, I've made sure that we have had our first all Spanish speaking instructions on certification for their businesses and everything. And it's just been so near and dear to my heart. You know, people say, Michelle, what does the MV stand for in your name? And I'm like, I used to say motor vehicles and everybody go, what motor vehicles? <laughs> but it doesn't, it stands for Manuelita Velasquez, right? My father um, is Spanish. So my mom, she is from the Caribbean. And so for, for me, it's like bringing the culture and communities together because it has so much to offer, you know, all the time. So we also have our own procurement outreach that we're going to be doing sometime in August. We're putting together right now, working on a procurement fair. Um, and that's going to bring businesses together again, you know, in the community. And it's just been so great to partner, you know, and just how you say, improve the transportation that we're giving. I love that motor vehicle acronym, <laughs> but, but you, you turned it on his head. So muchas gracias for that. Uh, love you bringing the cultures together as behind you, you know, team success occurs yeah. for bringing diverse groups of people to be more included. So I appreciate everything I'm here. So let's dive a little bit about uh, 
leadership now. So how do you, Michelle, sharpen your skill sets uh, that edu- age, aids, aids you to thrive in your success? <clears throat> so, me. you know, of course, the military has been an extremely big role in my life. Um, being in the Army, it brought out skill sets in me um, that I did not identify. You know, they helped me to identify those leadership skill sets. And so I read a lot of books. I'm, I'm always, you know, looking for good books, talking to folks about, hey, you, you know, um, what have you read lately? Um, I just recently read a book, um, Success Mindsets. And, you know, it talks about how the way we think and approach different things um, can affect, you know, our, our, our failures and or our successes, you know, in every part of life, not just work and everything, you know, it affects how we make decisions, how we look at others. So I really enjoyed reading that book. And we had another book that I had read. It was on um, your leadership legacy. Um, um, I think it was Oakland McCullough who, um, who did that. And what I liked about his book and leadership legacy is that he talks about the military and how we relate what we've learned in leadership in the military, he simplified it so that I always say so civilians will understand too, right? Um, the different skill sets that we have when we become leaders and how do we use them in our personal life as well as in our work life, right? Um, you know, I always say that leadership can be done at every level, right? You don't have to have a title in order for someone to be a leader. You know, if you can influence and motivate other people, that's a part of leadership. Another thing I do is I talk to leaders at different levels in the organization um, because I want to know their viewpoints and how they strategize and make decisions. And what are they actually looking at? You know, because people say the bigger picture. So the bigger picture, though, has to be cut down sometime. You know how to say the elephant in the room, you eat it one bite at a time. And so to me, I always look at that as leadership strategies. How do we make certain things happen? How do we strategize? But it takes a team. That word team is the most important because when you come together as a team, you can make so many things happen. So I'm always reading um, always trying to have those conversations, you know, about how other leaders lead, the strategies that they use. Um, and that really helps me, you know, it gives me different ideas on leading my own team. And we love how the military indeed helps folks identify those things that we can't see. We do it very early. And we were blessed to have Oak with us at one time. So we know oh, him okay. and his book. So I know it's very influential, uh, but who are to all our army family <laughs> members? We, we love uh, every branch and every service and we, and we thank you for that service. Now, as you was growing in the army, you got an opportunity to get, identify some areas in your, in your life and in your practice to help you on, but what sort of advice did you receive that you would like to pass on to an emergent leader today? You know, Oh, wow. It's because it's so much. But I would definitely say, no matter the situation you're in, adapt to your environment, right? The first thing is to adapt to your environment. Because when you adapt to your environment, 
You can take note of the leadership that is present, right? And then you can add value that you have to the leadership, right? You want to adapt to the environment, take note of the present leadership, and don't be afraid to add your value because it becomes so important in how the whole organization will lead and accomplish its mission. No, definitely adapting to the environment is so key before adding your value. And that acronym of team is together, everyone achieves more, right? Comes to yes. fruition. So I definitely appreciate hearing that. So great, um, definitely great advice giving there. So Michelle, tell us about a memorable leadership aha moment you love to share with our audience today. Well, of course, the most recent for me, as I said, you know, I've been here about two years now. And for me, it was transitioning um, to this new team as a leader, right? So what I wanted to do was give them a document about me, about my leadership style, how I coach, um, you know, my approach to solving problems, just to say, hey, this is who Michelle is. Let's talk about me. If you have questions, you know, because when you um, have to go in and lead a new team, they have questions. They're trying to check you out, you know, to see what type of leader you're going to be. So I already written up a two-page document. Hey, this is Michelle. This is my consistency. You know, I change up and I meet people where and who they are, how they are, you know. And so um, after about, I'm going to say about eight months, right, um, of us working together, you know, doing tasks, you know, um, me making changes, listening to what they had to say. Um, some of them started to tell me, they said, oh, so you're genuine. You you keep your word. That right there, ooh, I was like, I did it, right? Because for me, I had earned, right? <clears throat> wasn't given. I had earned the respect of my team. And so one of the men on my team, um, he said, we're going to call you the equalizer because you make things happen. And you know what? I said, I'll take it. You know why? Because it's from my team and it's genuine. I said, I earned it, right? Whew, that meant so much because that means that the things that I have done in this time with them, it meant something to them. They could see how I stood out. They could see and make their own decision that they would allow me to lead them and to work with them as a team. And that uh, benefit of having somebody allow you to lead them is where true leadership is proven. It's easy to put out a two-page document, right? Mm -hmm. It's harder to live that two-page document yes. and have oh people gosh. say, you're genuine. So kudos to you for upholding your words yeah. on paper with your life and your daily practice, which is what we want leaders to do. Now, Thank I know you. that those periods of change came. You had to implement some because there's always a better way of doing things. And your team probably had some challenges along the way, but they were, mm -hmm. they were secure in the fact that, hey, this person is doing what they said they would do. So what are certain strategies that you use with your team to deal with those times of change and challenge? I always try to hold transparency really high, 
right? You're, you're new, you're coming in, you, you know, teams need information. So being able to share with them information that would help us to work better um, as a team and to treat them with respect, right? So those are the things that I needed to do so that they would understand that <clears throat> this is how we can work as a team and you're never alone. So to be able to be transparent, to meet them where they are, to get them to get to know them individually, because everybody's different. They need different attention. They need different instructions to make sure that they understand what it is they need to do. And the other thing is to help them to not be afraid, to help them to not be afraid. I constantly worked on those things right there as my strategies so that I could mold the team to not only just work with me, but to work with each other. I developed a working style chart. And so in that chart, anytime we got a new team member, I would add them to that chart so we could look at each other's working styles. The dominant working style in my office is analytical. So I explained to them, because our dominance, you know, when we approach a task is analytical, that means we have to also keep an open mind because we have to be collaborative. We have to have vision. We need to be a driver to get our things done on time. So we have to work at those other things. We can't just be so analytical and focused like that. We have to work on other things, right? So this is the strategies that I use so that we can work together. Look here. Everyone here listening to Michelle the Equalizer knows <laughs> how it works and how it goes. So, you know, on paper or uh, of the resume says one thing, those, those tangibles. But you're speaking about all these intangibles, right? as they call them, the soft skills, right? This is what really drives, no pun intended, the train in this yeah, case. Yeah. But but thank you, Michelle, for all the great strategies, all the tips that you share, everything you do in the community. Salute to you, Army Vet, as well. Um, and folks listening in that want to get a hold of you, Michelle, or the Washington Metropolitan Area Transportation Authority, how do they go about doing so? So we do have what um what we have what we call our hotline, right? And it's SBPO hotline at Wamada.com. So that's SBPO hotline at Wamada, which is W-M-A-T-A dot com. And we will have that as part of the show notes and video for you to be able to get a hold of Michelle. And I know uh, she is in and active on LinkedIn. So we'll provide that as well. Yes. But folks, if you want to get a hold of us at the Leadership Void podcast, the Leadership Void at gmail.com is where you'll send that correspondence. If you want to hear any particular leadership topics covered on our show, or you want to see a guest, please send us that. And Vince and I will curate that and see what we could do about it. But uh, it has been great uh, talking to Michelle. Uh, army vet who are to all my folks yeah and absolutely i just want to say based on what she says in our background you know as far as team success 
this young lady is an epitome of success. So Michelle, continue doing great things in, in your uh, organization and in the community. And for our success, we wouldn't be able to do it without our sponsors. We have Triple Nickel, VEI, and Favob, our sponsors on our show. So thank you for that. But as all today about Michelle, thank you so much. MV, which is not motor vehicles. You got to listen to the show to hear what that stands for. Uh, Ms. Howard, it's been a pleasure. Have a great day and much success in your future. Thank you so much, Benson and Enrique. This has been awesome. And I love your show. 